From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Coming up today is our week in review, and we have new news. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. But first, let's get into those crypto prices. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, August 5th, 2022. And I'm recording this at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at 23,000 even, up 0.3% in 24. Ethereum's at $1,675, up 3.4% in 24. Tether's number 3, USDC is number 4, and Binance is at 315, up 4% in 24. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Cardano, Solana, and Polkadot. Total market cap is up 1.37%. It's at $1.08 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 40.6 and an F dominance of 18.8. Moving into our weekend review, and on Monday, we reported that Tiffany's is launching an NFT series, and it's set to begin on August 5th, and they tweeted a video of a pixelated grid revealing NFTF. These NFTs are going to cost 30 Ethereum, or just around, I don't know, $51,000. And so what is this? What are they offering? It's going to be allowing CryptoPunks hodlers to basically make a Tiffany piece of jewelry out of their NFT. And they're going to handcraft a piece of jewelry to look like your punk. Well, because of that, the sales volume of CryptoPunks, well, they spiked 248% in 24 hours after that news. Also on Monday, a Twitter thread discussing how the metaverse might look. Vitalik Buterin said corporate projects currently underway don't look promising. And he specifically criticized Meta. We don't really know the definition of the metaverse yet. It's far too early to know what people actually want. So anything Facebook creates will misfire. Vitalik Buterin continued, The metaverse is going to happen. But I don't think any of the existing corporate attempts to initially create the metaverse is going anywhere. However, we all know the CEO of Meta, Mark Zuckerberg, he's doubling down. He says, I believe the metaverse is the next chapter of the internet. Today, we're seen as a social media company. But in our DNA, we're a company that builds technology to connect people. And the metaverse is the next frontier. Mark Zuckerberg continued to say, this is obviously a very expensive undertaking over the next several years. But as the metaverse becomes more important to every part of how we live, I am confident that we're going to be glad we played an important role in building this. We also found out on Monday that CoinFlex is undergoing massive layoffs. The staff reduction is going to be sizable enough that in combination with the non-staff cuts, it's going to reduce the company costs by around 50 to 60%. And as we know, a while ago, they froze customers' accounts, locking people's money in CoinFlex. But recently, they made 10% of users' funds available for withdrawal, but the vast majority of the customer deposits still remain inaccessible. They're saying they're in dire straits because of a deficit owed by one single large individual customer in the tune of $84 million. Who's that customer? They're saying, allegedly, it's Roger Veer, a.k.a. Bitcoin Jesus, 
the founder creator of Bitcoin Cash. On Tuesday, we heard from New York Attorney General Letitia James, and she's urged New Yorkers who have found themselves locked out of their accounts or have been deceived about their cryptocurrency investments to contact her office. The recent turbulence and significant losses in the markets are concerning. She said people were promised large returns on cryptocurrencies, but instead lost their hard-earned money. She also tweeted, in recent months, investors lost hundreds of billions of dollars in crypto investments, and crypto businesses have frozen withdrawals, announced massive layoffs, and gone bankrupt. If New Yorkers think they've been deceived by crypto platforms, contact us. The players in the U.S. National Women's Soccer League have been rugged, and they're apparently set to miss out on promised payouts with a deal with crypto broker Voyager, after Voyager went bankrupt. The partnership announced in December last year was one of the biggest in the league's history and was intended to be a multi-year agreement. The league would receive half of the payments of this agreement in cash, while the players would get the other half of the deal in the form of crypto. Each athlete was given a Voyager account to receive the deposits and build their crypto portfolios. It's not going to happen. Good news, though. They're still getting paid. It doesn't reflect anything with their salaries. Tuesday, Binance.us announced that it was shutter trading for AMP token after the SEC identified the asset as a security. Binance.us said this, We operate in a rapidly evolving industry, and our listing and delisting process are designed to be responsive to the market and regulatory developments. This is going to go into effect on August 15th, and they're taking this step now until more clarity exists around the classification of AMP. The question now is, what will Coinbase do? The SEC reported that Coinbase had listed nine cryptocurrencies that were unregistered securities. Well, supposedly unregistered securities. Of these nine tokens, only AMP was listed on the Binance.us platform. So what is Coinbase going to do? Are they going to stick to their guns and say, our process is correct? The SEC is wrong? Are they going to suspend AMP trading and follow Binance until more clarity appears? Well, we're going to have to wait and see. And finally on Tuesday, Chandler Guo, a well-known Chinese crypto miner, has launched a campaign to fork Ethereum blockchain to create a spinoff of a proof-of-work version, according to a Twitter post last week. In forking Ethereum network, he'll be creating a new cryptocurrency. Well, at least for now, it will be called FPOW, or P-O-W, or proof-of-work. And news happening today in relation to this, crypto exchange Poloniex announced this morning that it will add support to list ETH proof of work or FW is the ticker and this fork is going to happen next week so why is this fork happening well because of the merge F is going to go to proof of stake which is going to be a significant blow to crypto miners like Chandler Guo for this reason he and others are attempting to launch FW ETHW to allow individuals to continue to mine a form of Ethereum the question is is people going to use this I mean it's a Hail Mary pass, in my opinion. It's either A, they shut down all their miners because they're not going to be mining Ethereum, or B, they fork and see if anybody's going to actually use this. Let's wait and see. On Wednesday, Robinhood said they're laying off 23% of its staff because they said their first round of layoffs didn't go far enough. It was only around 9%. The decline in the value of cryptocurrencies along with inflation were among the causes, Robinhood said. But in positive news, the company has grown around six-fold during the crypto boom, lasting from 2020 to 2022, and it brought its employee count from 500 to 3,800. 
MicroStrategy took a non-cash digital impairment loss of $917.8 million in the second quarter of 2022, according to its Q2 2022 earnings call on Tuesday. That's a lot of twos. Q2 2022 call on Tuesday. <laughs> I did it. I think that was my first take, too. Be, you might hear a little stumble there, but I'm not going to edit it out. It's for it's like a little Easter egg. Anyway, we also heard that Michael Saylor was going to step aside as CEO to take the title of executive chairman. He stated by doing this, he's going to be able to focus more on his Bitcoin strategy. Also, in kind of similar news, Block Inc., the digital payments company co-founded by Jack Dorsey, reported a $36 million Bitcoin impairment loss in the second quarter, something the company attributed to broader uncertainty around crypto assets. Magic Eden, the most popular NFT marketplace on Solana, will be adding support to Ethereum at the beginning of this month, which is very big news. We all know that Ethereum hosts the vast majority of popular NFT collections and projects, and by far the largest market for NFT by trading volume. A representative told Decrypt that this edition would be a pure aggregator on Ethereum with no proprietary listings. That means that the listed NFTs won't be held in escrow, which is currently the case for Magic Eden's Solana NFTs. And there you have some of the biggest news of the week. Magic Eden is facing growing criticism about recent platform changes and its escrow-based trading model. People should be 100% aware that a hacker could get the keys to Magic Eden and rug everyone of their NFTs. How many NFTs are stored in escrow? Well, 180,000 NFTs. And if we know anything about hackers, <laughs> they're going to be relentless trying to get in there until they do. There was not much happening on Thursday, so we're going to move straight into today's news. UK's largest unicorn, Revolut, is adding to its crypto division and will boost its crypto staff by 20% by hiring across European, American, and British offices for positions in compliance, financial crimes and prevention, crypto legal assistance, and software engineering. And this is according to Bloomberg. Alongside Revolut, leading crypto exchanges in FTX, Kraken, and Binance are also hiring. So get those job applications out there. Web3 startup Halliday is raised $6 million in a new seed round led by, as we all know, Andreessen Horowitz, A16Z, to change how gamers buy and use digital assets in virtual worlds. Halliday co-founder said, We started back in November, so we built our demo, a pitch deck, and we pitched it to Andreessen, and they liked what they saw. Halliday, which shares its name with Ready Player One protagonist James Halliday, gives gamers a play-now-pay-later option. Halliday aims to make in-game purchases and proof of ownership for NFTs more affordable and convenient for gamers who may not want to pay the high prices for NFTs in their games. We want to make game and metaverse NFTs a lot more accessible to players, and you should not see a very high price tag. We allow players to pay over time and access to NFTs while playing while they're paying. This is from the co-founder. Binance and MasterCard have launched prepaid rewards cards in Argentina to help them spend cryptos on everyday goods in a country where the native cryptocurrency in a country where the native currency suffers from one of the highest levels of inflation. General Director of Binance in Latin America said, We believe the Binance card is a significant step in encouraging wider crypto use and global adoption, and now is available for users from Argentina. Senator Elizabeth Warren is back in the news, and she wants to pen a letter that would ask the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, or the OCC, to withdraw crypto guidance that banks have relied on. The legal guidance targeted by Warren 
deems it appropriate for banks to hold deposits that act as reserves backing stablecoins, laying the foundation for banks to offer crypto-related services to customers. According to Bloomberg, Senator Warren wrote, We are concerned that the OCC has failed to properly address the shortcomings of the preceding interpretive letters and the risks associated with crypto-related banking activities, which have grown more severe in recent months. The letter ends with a series of questions posed to the OCC pertaining to regulated banks involved with crypto and asks the OCC to name which ones offer services related to digital assets and detail the estimated volume of those activities. And finally, Flow is up nearly 44% over the past day. And why, you might ask? Well, Instagram is now adding support for Flow-based NFTs as it expands its NFT initiative to more than 100 total countries. Instagram's expanding integration lets customers showcase their verified Flow NFTs on their account in Meta's photo sharing service. This feature lets users connect a supported crypto wallet to prove ownership of the NFT collectibles and choose which ones to display, with the owner and original creator automatically attributed alongside the asset. In May, Meta announced that Instagram would begin integrating NFT support for collectibles, starting with Ethereum and Polygon-based assets. Instagram also plans to add support for Solana NFTs. Thank you, y'all, for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily, and thank you for going through this week with me. I will be back on Monday. I hope you have a great weekend. And until then, happy hodling, everybody. <laughs>